0: Uh, Eleven. Okay, last post here is 11 ways we are being tracked, traced, and database. Now, I added the 11th. It was actually originally 10, but I added another one because they left it out. This is from Activist Post. The war on terror is a worldwide endeavor that has spurred massive investment into the global surveillance industry, which now appears to be becoming a war on liberty and privacy. Given all the new monitoring technology being implemented, the uproar over warrantless wiretaps now seems moot. High-tech first world countries are being tracked, traced, and database literally around every corner. Governments aided by private companies are gathering a mountain of information on average citizens who so far seem willing to trade liberty for supposed security. Here are some of the ways the matrix of data is being collected. Number one, GPS. Global, posi- global positioning chips are now appearing in everything from US passports. You gotta, if you got a passport in the last couple years, it's got it's been chipped. Okay? U.S. passports to cell phones to cars. More commonly includes um, of tracking employees and for all forms of private investigation. Apple recently announced they're collecting the precise location of iPhone users using GPS for public viewing in addition to spying on users in other ways. Now, I'm going to go down to the 11th point because it kind of ties in with that. And I just bring up cell phones. Even if your cell phone is not GPS capable already doesn't matter, because through cell phone towers, your phone position can be triangulated to within mere yards or feet of your actual location. Plus, the microphone on your phone can be turned on to spy on your conversation, not to mention, if your phone is camera equipped, that can also be turned on. Now, um, partial solution on that, and I I try to give you some solutions here, you go to www.idstronghold.com, and again, I give you this link in here. And if you ever got in a situation where you were, let's say, bugging out, probably what you really want to do is get rid of the phone. If you've got a phone that's in your name, get rid of that thing, okay? Take the battery out and get rid of it. Uh, that would be the best thing to do because if you have your phone turned off and the battery is in, they can still track you. There's no protection whatsoever. Now, the only way that you can leave your battery in your phone is, and it not be tracked, is if you have it shielded. And they sell a little bag, which I have one here, and you can put your cell phone in that, and if it's turned off, it will... Um, and again, I give you the link so you can go see it. But if it's turned off, you can put it in this bag, and they can't track you. But again, if the cell phone's in your name, you're going to want to get rid of that thing. I'm talking like worst-case scenario, kind of fleeing for... You know, fleeing, bugging out type of, type of situation. Um, it's good also to buy a, some type of um, uh, throwaway phone, one of those prepaid type of phones. It's a, it's a very good idea to maybe have one of those in reserve because if things got bad, you really wouldn't want to try to go out and get one time, spur of the moment and then um, these, are, these are very easy to activate, activate and you can use minimal amount of personal information in order to do that. So that's something else you might want to think about doing. Just trying to give you some other things that that you might want to to think about doing here. Uh, Internet is the next point. Internet browsers are recording your every move, forming detailed cookies on your activities. The NSA has been exposed as having cookies on their site that don't expire until 2035. Major search engines know where you surf last summer, and online purchases are database supposedly for advertising and customer service uses. IP addresses are collected and even made public. Controversial websites can be flagged internally by government sites, as well as rerouting all traffic to block sites the government wants to censor. It has now been fully admitted that social networks provide no privacy to users, and again, like Facebook, those ones, MySpace, or whatever... You know they're they're literally um, extensions of the government. They're 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 what they're doing is it's called data mining, and they're gathering as much information on people as they possibly can, databasing your your pictures and your uh, profile and your activities into their large governmental database. And we've proven that in uh, some of the other studies that we've done. So you know I know that they're nice and everything, but the ultimate agenda is. They're gonna to try to get as much information on you as possible, eroding any privacy you may have. It has now been fully admitted that social networks provide no privacy to users while technology advance advanced for real time social network monitoring. The Cybersecurity Act attempts to legalize the collection and exploitation of your personal information. Apple's iPhone also has a browsing has browsing data recorded and stored. All this despite the overwhelming opposition to cyber surveillance by citizens. It's because they don't care. Now Xquick is the world's is a search engine you can go up to. I have a little link here, and um, it has um, protects your privacy, does not record IP addresses, and you can read. I give you the link here if you want to read. You can even you can even search sites through what they call a proxy, which is. Um, right, granted, nothing's foolproof, but it is something to think about. Uh, Catherine Albrecht of Spy Chips actually was um, advocating that site as well, and she knows more about the subject than, than I'll ever know. So next thing is RFID chips. Forget your credit cards, which are meticulously tracked, or the membership cards for things so insignificant as movie rentals, uh, which require your social security network. Everyone has a Costco, CVS, grocery chain card, or a wallet or a purse full of many more. These are called RFID proximity cards, and they take tracking to a new level in uses ranging from loyalty cards, student IDs, physical access, and computer network access. Latest developments include RFID powder, developed by Hitachi, for which the multitude of uses are endless. Perhaps even including tracking hard currency, so we can't even keep cash undetected. So these these um, I've seen these cards like with the uh, CVS or grocery store cards. If you walk into a a store, I've seen videos where they can actually scan that information as you're even walking in the door, um, if it's not shielded. Now, there is a way that, again, um, you can shield this, and it's, again, IDStronghold.com, and they make these wallets. They make the sleeves you can individually put credit cards in, and they also make wallets that are shielded, and I got one right here. And it shields all your uh, cards, credit cards, whatever you have, driver's license. It shields it all inside here so that these cards cannot be scanned. Um, and again, we're going to look at that in a second, how people can actually get your personal information if your cards are not shielded. So, And then again, it goes on to talk about this RFAD powder developed by Hitachi, which again, I first talked about that because they could put it in the vaccines. I mean, this is literal powder they can put in vaccinations and here you are vaccinated and microchipped at the same time. So there's all kind of things that they can use. Uh, these are called, they, they actually can inject in you what they call injectable nano robots, which are little robots they could put into you that can actually go in there and perform specific tasks like kill you or whatever. And so again, that technology has already been developed and I even talked about that in the Avion Flu uh, tour that I did on the Prophecy Club back in 05. So this has been out for, for quite a long time. Actually, you know what? Let's We're going to just uh, listen to this very, very short video on this so you can understand a little bit more about this. Okay, so this is just a brief video um, on uh, Los Angeles TV News Network that on RFID cards regarding the subject that we just talked about here.
1: When you walk through a crowd, it's natural to be alert and make sure your wallet or purse is secure. But new technology is making it possible for thieves to steal your information without you ever knowing about it. Our consumer specialist, Rick Romero, shows you how you can protect yourself against high-tech pickpockets. On the streets, at the airport, even at the mall, thanks to new technology called RFID, You could be the victim of a high-tech pickpocket. People can pickpocket you without even touching it. How? RFID stands for Radio Frequency Identification. RFID chips in ID badges and credit cards can send out or receive short-range radio signals. The chips are also in all U.S. passports issued since 2006 and in passport ID cards. And RFIDs will soon be used in grocery scanners to lessen lines. So if you're going out the checkout line, you don't have to hold this up to a little scanner. It's also in those key fobs you use at the gas station to swipe your information into. But that same helpful technology can also be used to gather information without your knowledge. We're not talking about the kind of thief who lifts your wallet. We're talking about another kind of pickpocket out there. Walt Augustinowitz is with ID Stronghold. His company makes plastic protective sleeves that can keep your information from getting transmitted without your permission. But he says electronic pickpocketing is easily done. Because it's a radio, you just get near someone with one of these readers and you can actually skim off their credit card numbers or expiration dates. Using a $10 credit card reader he bought on eBay, he demonstrates how it could happen. Once skimmed, Augustinowitz says pickpockets can download your sensitive information. But RFID experts say it's not that bad that credit card companies usually flag fraudulent activity and require the security number on credit cards and home addresses as additional safeguards. Now, there is an anti-skimming law in California, which makes the use of these RFID cards for skimming punishable with up to one year in prison, and there's also a fine. But the FTC is still concerned. They say that the unauthorized gathering of information with these cards is an emerging threat, so you've got to protect your information. There's always going to be, you know, two sides to this. There's the benefit, and then there's the risk, and I think that's the nature of technology. This is Rick Romero, ABC 7 Eyewitness News.
0: For more information. Okay, so that was that little uh, video clip from them, and they've got, uh, again, they've got wallets for men. Wallets for, uh, you know, longer wallets for women. They've got ones that for uh, badge holders, if you have like a badge with sensitive RFID stuff on there, protect that. They've got sleeves and leather holders for passports. They've got the cell phone blocking bag that I mentioned before. And they've also just got individual sleeves you can use for credit cards as well. So um, just some some things to think about there. Regarding that, and let's go a little bit further. And the next thing is traffic cameras. Uh, the license plate recognition has been used to remotely automate duties of the traffic police in the United States, but will have been proven to have dual use in England, such as to mark activists under Terrorism Act. Perhaps the most common use will be to raise money and short budget deficits via traffic violations. But uses may descend to, to such big brother tactics as monitoring, telling pedestrians not to litter. Now, the partial solution I have to this is called phantomplate.com. Phantomplate.com and they have a specialized, uh, clear type of lacquer spray paint that you literally spray on to your license plate. And it, I'll just leave it at that. I don't want to say a whole lot more than that about it, but you can go up to their website, phantomplate.com, and uh, if you care to purchase some of their spray paint, you know, you can have that option. So let's go further. Computer cameras and microphones. The fact that laptops contributed by taxpayers spied on public school children at home is outrageous. That was a fact. That came out a while back. But years ago, Google began officially to use computer audio fingerprinting It's quote audio fingerprinting for advertising uses. They have admitted to working with NSA, NASA National Security Agency, the premier surveillance network in the world. Private communication companies already have been exposed routing communications to the NSA. Now keyword tools typed and spoken link to the global security matrix. Next thing they're doing is public sound surveillance. This technology has come a long way from only being able to detect gunshots in public areas to now listening in for whispers or dangerous keywords. This technology has been launched in Europe to monitor conversations, to detect, quote, verbal aggression in public places. Sound intelligence is the manufacturer of the technology to analyze speech, and their website touts how easy it can be integrated into their other systems. Next one is biometrics. The most popular biometric authentication scheme employed in the last few years has been iris recognition, meaning the iris of the eye. The main applications are entry control, ATMs, and governmental programs. Recently, network companies and governments have utilized biometric authentication, including fingerprint analysis, iris recognition, voice recognition, and Or the combinations for these for use in national identification cards. Now, what is this all bringing us to? Ultimately, the reason they're doing all of this is so they can have higher and tighter control of us, and to get us acclimated into ultimately taking the mark of the beast in the right fore in the right hand or the forehead. Um, They're trying to get this national ID card passed, so that'll be forced upon us, which will be probably the last step before the mark of the beast or Next to life's gotta be getting pretty close. So, uh, this is why they're, they're doing this. It's all about control with Satan. He wants to control us. He wants us to know exactly where we're at all the time and have as much information on us as possible. The next way thing that they're doing, and I've done two different teachings on the Mark of the Beast. So, Right now, our website has been revamped. You can go up to contendingfortruth.com, and you actually can do keyword searches now. But we're not quite um, all the way there with the searchable database, I believe, at this point. We're, We're getting close, though. But you can go up there and try to do a search, or you could go up to YouTube and key in Scott Johnson and whatever you're looking for. If it's Mark of the Beast, just put in Scott Johnson, Mark, and it'll find it for you. Uh, Let's go further. The next one is uh, DNA. Blood from babies has been taken for all people under the age of 38. Uh, In England, DNA was sent to secret databases from routine heel prick tests. Several reports have revealed covert Pentagon databases of DNA for, quote, terrorists. And now DNA from all American citizens is database. And they're trying to do this a lot with the kids now, with all this, you know, to prevent if if your child got abducted, make sure you have their DNA on file and this type of stuff. Uh, Again, I've done several teachings on DNA, and this is the one thing that Satan's trying to get to to defile us, and it's our DNA. Michael Hoggard's done several teachings on DNA and a lot of these different things that they're trying to do with the vaccinations in particular, I truly believe are they're trying as hard as they can to defile us body, soul, and spirit, but to get to our DNA. And the Bible says, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. Jesus Christ said that. The biggest thing that was going on in, D- in, in Noah's day was that the sons of God so the daughters of men that they were fair. They took them wives, all that they had chose. And the offspring of that union were the giants, or the Nephilim, the fallen ones, which had tainted DNA. And, uh, because you had humans mating with fallen angels, which God never would... Um, would want that to happen, got so bad that the world was literally defiled through this um, Nephilim-type offspring to the point where God had to destroy the whole world with a flood, save eight people, and start over, essentially. Satan was trying to destroy humanity and we're created in God's image. He wants to kill us just from that standpoint alone. He also knew about the prophecy in Genesis 3, where the, the woman's seed was going to bruise his head. He knew, uh, most likely, that Jesus Christ was going to come in a sinless form, and he was trying to destroy all of humanity, so Jesus could not come through human lineage. Uh, but he wasn't able to pull it off, and he's not going to in, win in the end. He is a defeated foe, but he's still our enemy. And... Um, the Bible says that we overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. We loved our lives, not under the death, the overcomers. So, again, these are things just to think about regarding this. Uh, uh, next thing, microchips, Microsoft's health vault. And, very. And again, this article I'm reading from, and almost all these are highly referenced. There's all kind of links you can click on Um Anyway, Microsoft's health vault and very mid-partnership is used to create RFID implantable microchips. Microchips for tracking our pets is becoming commonplace and serves to condition us to accept putting them in our children in the future. The FDA has already approved this technology for humans and is making it, uh, marketing, at, marketing it as a medical miracle again for our own safety. They're They're saying, you know, they've microchipped Alzheimer's patients because, hey, they... They wander out of their house or they wander out of the Alzheimer's ward and they end up in the street. We've got to microchip them because we've got to be able to track them. Uh, they're microchipping. They're using all types of reasons and excuses to do this. And again, it's the conditioning for the ultimate mark of the beast. Next thing, facial recognition. In an in, in, an in-, in Sorry, I'm getting my tongue tied. Uh, anonymity in public is over. Admittedly used at Obama's campaign events, sporting events, and most recently at the g 20 protests in Canada. This technology is also harvesting data from Facebook images, and surely it will be tied to street traffic cameras. So again, it's this big, gigantic grid they're trying to interlock to track us and to ultimately be able to control us. We mentioned just the things with the control, with all the radio frequencies that they can tap into. Now with the CFL bulbs, with the transmitter in them, the sound of silence in the TV, the harp, the, the cell phone towers, all these things, uh, cell phones by themselves are absolutely, totally cancer-causing. Um, you know, So there's just a lot of things that they can draw upon. Let's see here... Um, All of this is leading to the predictive behavior technology. It is not enough to have logged and charted where we've been. The surveillance state wants to know where you're going through psychological profiling. It's been marketed for such uses as blocking hackers. Things seem to have advanced to a point where a truly scientific Aurelian world is in hand. Big Brother. It is estimated that computers know to a 93% accuracy where you will be before you make your first move. Nanotech is slated to play a big role in going even further as scientists are using nanoparticles to directly influence behavior and decision making. And these things like these implantable microchips, these things like the uh, injectable, um, the Hitachi injectable microchip dust, Um, they've got neural implants now. And again, now we get into the realm of what they call transhumanism which is where they want to come in. And there's a whole sect of society that believes that we have to become what they term as post-human, meaning we are not human anymore. And this will be accomplished, I believe, in two ways. Number one, through these injectable uh, microchips, the dust, the injectable nanorobots, the neural implants that they'll be p- trying to put into people, and who knows what else. And also, then they're in, in conjunction with that, the defiling of our DNA, through uh, tainted vaccines and, and who knows what other measure that they would try to use to do that. Uh, there's, there's, so there's many different ways they're, they're going to be using this to try to control us and to control our decision-making, but they're trying to take us to a state of what they call post-human, uh, where we're actually post-human. We're not human anymore. We're part machine. Our DNA has been tainted. Um, and we'll be much more, in their terms, will be actually able to fully go into what they term as the age of Aquarius, where we're coming out of the age of Pisces, which they say was dominated by Jesus Christ. Now we're moving into the age of Aquarius, where they say their coming one-world-awaited Messiah, who the New Agers typically refer to as Maitreya, will come to the forefront, and he'll be able to usher uh, usher us into this golden age of Aquarius, where where we will be as gods. And it's the same lie... That Satan told Eve in the Garden of Eden when he said to her, ye shall be as gods if you eat this this fruit. And again, God knows that he, he was lying to her. It's the same old lie Satan was giving Eve in the Garden of Eden. And this is the whole carrot that they're trying to put in front of the masses, particularly the New Agers are well aware of this. And uh, it will be put in front of us more and more and more and more. So again, guard your heart. Uh, if I was you, I wouldn't let anything get injected into me unless it was absolutely 100% totally necessary and definitely not any vaccinations uh, because you just don't know what they're, what they're putting in stuff anymore. That's the problem. You just don't know what they're doing. And with all the technology they have available, uh, you know who knows what they're going to try to do next. So this ends by saying many of us are asking, What would someone do with all this information to keep us tracked, traced, and databased? It seems the designers have no regard for the right to privacy and a desire to become the controllers of us all. And that's it for today. I'll go ahead and close this out in a word of prayer. Uh, Heavenly Father, we do thank you for this, this day and this time you've given us, Lord. I do pray, God, you bless my listeners, Lord, and their families. I pray for any unsaved family members that they would have, Lord, that you would save their soul, Father God, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, that your fear would be upon them, upon the body of Christ, that you would use us mightily in the day and times to come for your glory, that you would use us to lead many people to the Lord Jesus Christ, that this information would go forth unhindered. Um, I pray that you do forgive us for any and all sins we've committed in any way, shape, or form, as we forgive those who have sinned against us, that the words of our mouth and the meditations of our heart will be pleasing and acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our strength and our redeemer. We praise you. We thank you for your goodness and your mercy. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen.